to another episode of the gate of the world i'm tim and with me as always are the best people on the planet anonymous alex and jenna how are you know what you know what no how are you alex i'm good i think how are you tim i'm good how are you jenna i i um yes yes i am also here yeah take that curveball this is this is weird this got super weird. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I feel like an individual and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. What happened to the hive mind response, which yeah. is just like... Uh... I'm, I'm trying to grow as a person. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And do things as they're like properly supposed to be done, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. Does that mean that I have to grow with you? Uh, oh, it, no. It's not... It's not really working out so far. It seems to be sort of like regressing more than progressing. Uh That's good, because I don't know how much growth I really have in me. (laughs) I think I burned it all out on that. You did good. Well, I'm going to immediately go back now. I was like, oh, tried it. It was awkward. I'm putting it back. (laughs) I'm going back to where I was before, which was also awkward because I just take awkward with me wherever I go. Hell yeah. I'm Johnny Awkward Seed. <laughs> Spreading the awkward. Yeah. So we read the fifth Saddle Club book this time, and it's called Trail Mates. And I'm going to tell you what happened in it right now. Do it. Carol's mad because she's late getting to the stable. Max wants her to help with the trail ride. She meets a guy named Scott on the trail ride and saves his life when his horse gets spooked by thunder. So Scott ends up really liking Carol. So much so that he ends up mucking out stalls all day just to hang out with her. Obviously, he sounds just awful, so the club offers up Zach Morris-style plans to run him off. And then Carol has to go shopping with her dad's girlfriend, Lynn. Lynn buys Carol a dress... Obviously, she sounds just awful, so the club offers up Zach Morris-style plans to run her off. Carol's dad is making her go to a dance, because Lynn said so. Cut to Stevie and Lisa, who are doing their first photo shoot, which will jumpstart their modeling careers. Or, actually, they were just hired hands to help with the pictures. Carol decides Scott is now convenient, and asks him to go to the dance. Lisa and Stevie decide to give their wages from the photo shoot to Carol so that she can see Kate Devine. At the dance, Carol's dad and Lynn are trying to win a dance contest for plane tickets, obviously to no one except Carol, for their honeymoon. Carol freaks out and hurts her ankle, and Scott helps her because he is just the worst. (laughs) In the end, Carol is honest with Scott and... 
he really doesn't care that dating her was not a big deal. He just wanted to be friends and hang out with horses. It was not a, that was completely manufactured. Uh, Carol's dad is going to be honest with Lynn because he's been doing the same stuff to Lynn that they were doing, just trying to make her do obstacle courses. I don't know. They're all garbage. Uh, and the Saddle Club is all going to see Kate. And that was the fifth book. Yeah. These little, little gremlin-ass people who just are going to treat people just horribly when they're just trying to be nice to them. It's like, oh, you gotta do I don't want to date you. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm leaving in a couple days anyway. I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. Like, and like Stevie's making up all this like garbage for Carol. Like, this is why Carol sucks <laughs> and you don't want to date Carol. And in the end, you know, Scott's like, yeah, you're an ass. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. You were like making all that shit up. And I don't know why. I'm leaving. I'm going to head out now. He... The way that he shut down Stevie was the kindest so, possible. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Like he became my favorite character yeah. in the entire series. Yes. Yeah. And it's like she she freaks out because she's come up with this whole thing about a honeymoon that doesn't exist at all. And we all know that that's why she's trying to win. Like we all read that immediately in the <laughs> subtext of the book that he's yeah. trying to win these tickets for her. Right. And. Like, she hurts her ankle, and he's like, ooh, let me get some ice. I'm going to get some ice for you. And I'm like, why are you not, like, why do you not want to date Scott? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I don't. Scott's great. But you know what? Yeah, it's fine that you don't. Like, even yeah. Scott doesn't care if you don't. Like, I don't, it's, it's cool, but just say that. Yeah, you don't have exactly. To, like, this is why Saved by the Bell, like, Zach Morris always caused more problems than he fixed. It's because you're doing the same garbage right now. And, like, if you really wanted the example of, like, well, is he just doing it to get in Carol's pants or whatever? He fucking stayed and helped Stevie just because she said, hey, can you help me with these yeah. shoes? Yeah. yeah. Scott is like, the coolest fucking dude. And yeah, turns he's out, it turns out he just fucking actually might genuinely like horses now. Yeah. And it was, like, it was, like, so immediate. It's like, like, Carol, you saved my life. Hmm. Maybe we should hang out more. And they immediately settle clubs like, oh, we got to get rid of this Ugh. guy. Ugh. Gross. Like, he likes us as people. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Max is the only one that had a clear view. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you guys ever used to uh, do that thing, though? Like, somebody wants to start hanging around you, and you're like, oh, we're going to do the dumbest shit that I uh, actually have to do sometimes. And if you can hang around with that, then you can stay. Yeah. That's what I do. Anytime people want to hang out with the horse girls. I was like, well, yeah. guess what? Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> people want to hang out with you. Not. Yeah. Not with really, you, Tim. No. I've with never... you. And they try to get to you through me, but the, you've never heard of them, Tim. Do you see why? It's because they're I, like, not you keep worthy. Frogs in your bedroom. I was about to say, I've never had to run anybody off. Because yeah, I've never had anybody that wanted to hang around. I want to hang out with Tim and Jenna, and I won't let them. You're not actually like <laughs> attempting to run anybody off, though. Is the thing when you do that, you're just like, "Hey, um, this is my weird. <laughs> does my yeah. weird correlate with your weird? <laughs> oh, it does. Okay, cool. We can hang out. This is kind of how this happened, actually. 
That's like, that's, yeah, that's the thing about Tim. He'll be like, okay, great. Also, now we're going to go to dinner with these people who are super cool. And all of a sudden I have like four new friends. Yeah. It's great. I'm like, oh, you also like this beer? Guess what? We're friends forever now. For life. We've talked once. Oh, no, we're the Scots. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So that's not that's not accurate at all. Because Alex came down from Canada yeah. and visited us in Georgia and then I talked to Shannon for like a minute and I was like, "Well, this is my new bestie." Yeah, but then you so took like, me out to dinner with like three cool people and I was like, "Oh, these are all my friends." To the point where one of them I've talked to, I met once in person, talked to on a Horse Girls episode once, and then she got married, and I was so fucking excited for her. <laughs> I've met her one time, Tim, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking happy you're getting married. I'm so happy for you. Like, that's not a normal thing, I think. <laughs> no, it is. No, no, it is. Okay, it, should, it should be. If it's not, it, it should, should be. be. It should be. I'm trying to come up with an argument. Hold on, give me a minute. You got this. All right. I believe in you. Yeah. You can do Come it. On. Do Argue. It. Come on. <laughs> Just get mad and the words will come out. Yeah. 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 We've seen it happen. So Bonnie Hill. I'm just going to change the subject. So Bonnie Hiller <laughs> is Bonnie Bryant's other writing name. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she wrote other. I know we were talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle novelizations. It, it it turns out in Alex's copy of the book, not in our copy of the book, yet again, because Alex gets these like different versions. She gets the Canadian version that has yeah. more information. The old version. Oops, shit. I get the old versions. <laughs> Take that. that, listener. Right in the ear <laughs> uh, No, look. Look. The, we have the same book. We have the same book, but my last page talking yeah, we, about the author the... is different. Oh, wait. Oh. It's my phone. Jenna, Jenna just Jenna talks to us from the future. I do. It must. What's it like? It's terrible. Yeah, Go it's back. Like, oh, it's, no. I, I wish I could come back. <laughs> it's Star Trek. I'm stuck here. It's, Help me. Oh, no. I don't she's like gonna it. Get on, she's gonna get on the the Enterprise and fly away. I want Otter Pop. Once this guy. <laughs> All right. So, what other novelizations did she write? Uh. Okay. So. She has best-selling novelizations of the Karate Kid movies. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I didn't I, even know. Okay, Cobra Kai is my favorite TV show right now. I'll say it. I really want to read these. I'm not gonna lie. I think you should. Yeah, I don't know what it is about movie novelizations, but I'm like, I'm super in for them lately. I don't know what to tell you. The rest of this is just her life story. So, I just came up with the. The title of the podcast that you have to do about reading movie novelization books. It's just called The Book Was Better. Oh, that's so good. That's very good. Yeah. I like it. TM, TM, TM. Like 40 episodes I've been doing this stupid bit about naming the show. <laughs> and Jenna's just like, oh, really? You know really? It's like it's like Jenna does that, that like a metaphorical, like that thing where they hold your forehead when, you're, yeah, when they're taller yeah. than you. And you're swinging and you can't reach them. Do you want to feel even worse? Uh, sure. Why not? Just pile <laughs> the, on. What? The shorthand for your new podcast, The Book Was Better, is just boob. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I I don't know. I guess they spell boob differently in Canada. No, B W B is just pronounced boob. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the boob. What was better, boob? It's like when you say mobim bam, boob. No, okay, boob. <laughs> what was it? What was today's phrase? Perfect nipple matching. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, your perfect nipple shade. Perfect yeah. nipple shade. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I, I really well, want to know you... <laughs> how how many people knew this was a thing. I've I never heard this phrase. I don't know how they came up with this. I don't know either. But apparently, the the shade that looks the best on you is the shade of what? Hold on. The shade of lipstick. The sh- sorry. The shade yeah, of the shade of yeah. lipstick that looks the best on you supposedly is the same color as your nipple. So if you can find a lipstick that's the same color as your nipple. Try that. You probably like it. I'm not saying it's accurate, but I do have a lot of shades of lipstick now. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's got me. I was like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of goth girls on TikTok lately, and it's just it's put me in a weird spot. Can't look better than <laughs> that, huh? <laughs> it's, it's, um, All their nipples are black. Every yeah. single one. You didn't know that, There's but nothing you hmm. can do about it. That's how do you tell if you're goth when you're born, Tim? Yeah. They're all doing the the Wednesday Adams dance. Oh yeah, my, that's, that's my the, entire TikTok yeah, feed. Yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah. I'm missing that. Oh, oh, it's oh so my good. god, how is I'm it? I'm also not watching Wednesday, so no, I haven't watched that. Wednesday either. I yeah. started. I started. It was on while I was working today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I watched the first episode like up to the point where. Is it spoilers if I say who comes in? Uh, it's the first fucking not. episode, so. up to the point yeah. that Christina Ricci comes in, and oh, then I was like, "Ah, oh, no. god dang it, fine." Especially if you've been on Wednesday talk, like my no. TikTok has turned into. That I don't know like, how mine is not. Oh my god! It's I know every other video, everything about Fosse dancing. I know it now. Every fact. I mean, I went to school for theater, so yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> catching up via TikTok. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bossy Just to dancing? this one aspect. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's the dance that she was doing. It was inspired yeah. from like goth Bob raves Fosse. in the nineties and Fosse no. dancing. Yeah. Oh it's, she like mixed the two. Oh, and then she also took a clip of the old uh yeah. Wednesday now that Adam I've seen dancing. a million yeah. times. Yeah. So those were like all the part because the actress actually did like she choreographed that whole dance herself. Oh, so shit. those were the three places she took inspiration from and did it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um when you said Fosse. I thought Gorillas in the Mist, and now I'm wondering if I have that name wrong, but I thought that was the doctor. I thought her name was Fosse. Jane Conn? No, that's not right. Nope. That's super not (laughs) right. Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall, why are you doing this to me? It's super not right either. Isn't it? Isn't Jane Goodall the primate? She was not the the feature of Gorillas in the Mist. Let me put it that way. No, fuck. This is where I admit that I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I I do think it was Fosse. I think it was Fosse, too, and I thought that's what you were referencing. Gorillas in the Mist? Yes. uh, Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) shocking. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of movies, uh, they reference a movie that completely caught me off guard like six times in this book. Was that a real movie? Yeah, the DI. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's one of my dad's favorite movies. And the reason that I know this, one, it has Jack Webb in it. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. who Jack Webb is, yep. but he's fucking awesome. 
the old Dragnet TV shows. He was the guy mm-hmm. from the old Dragnet TV shows. I okay. I'm getting a crazy look from Alex, and I'm getting an uh huh from Jenna. Uh, no. Uh, the DI uh stars, but my dad kept telling me I need to watch it, need to watch it. He's like, man, I'd really like to find that movie. Really, so I had to go on like a search to find it. It was a Christmas present one year. It was actually the DI. But, uh, and I still haven't sat down to watch it, so I think I'm going to make that a priority here soon because he's been telling me for years that I need to watch that movie. It's got a whole but bit I was like, about Titsy Flies, so you got to get into it. <laughs> the, 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 I would have told you that there was a 0% chance that we were going to have a Jack Webb movie referenced anywhere in Saddle Club. And it happened to come up several times. And, and like, if you're young and you don't know who Jack Webb is, just Google him. He rules. Okay, I'll Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him as a person. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying. But he was in was... a lot of good movies. Yes. Yes. And a really kick-ass Nick at Night TV show. Yeah. I don't know how we got there from nipples. <laughs> I'm sure you saw plenty yeah. of them. Your nipples, yeah. your nipples got to match your lips. Your lips, yeah. no, if your you will. Lips, your lips. Your <laughs> your lips gotta match your nipples. I went on this whole tirade about like I, I'm not interested in having lipstick. Like it's not my jam. Anybody else? You want to do it? Yeah, whatever. That's you. I do want to know what the name of my color is though. Like desperately, gotta find that yeah. shade. You yep. gotta. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as soon as you hear that that is a possibility, you're like, okay, but what what color would it be? Like, yeah, what, what is no, that color? Absolutely. Because, yeah. and you don't know this, Tim, probably. You might. I don't know. But a lot of lipsticks, like, they look drastically different on your body than they do in the tube or in the little container. So different. So you think that that's maybe the right color. And then you put it on and you're like, not at all. This is not it wet, at all. Wet paint, dry paint. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Except yeah. it doesn't, I mean, it's not, it doesn't really dry down like that. Oh man! It's just like immediately; it's a different color. <laughs> it looks different in the can than it does on the wall. Yeah, you know that's true. But I'm so. telling you, once again, the the thing that started this all—the lipstick that Emily Swan recommended—it does dry. It's amazing. It's the seriously. I I, I bought like five tubes today. <laughs> oh, thank God! There, it's worth it. It's so fucking good. And she was not wrong. Like literally, I we got through all of dinner, and everybody was looking at me like, "Okay, what the fuck is that lipstick?" Because it has not come off at all. We we had we had this conversation in Discord. Yeah. And Jenna said perfect nipple shade. And then nobody responded like it was fucking weird. Because it wasn't. No, because we yeah. all knew. And I'm like and I'm sitting there staring at it like is is the is autocorrect and everybody else knows what she meant? Or is that what she meant? And then I finally have to say something. Everybody's like, we were waiting for you. Yep. <laughs> but we had the same moment a couple days ago on Marco Polo. This one was Alex's fault. She was telling us about a person named what we believe it's pronounced Socrates. Oh. She did pronounce it Socrates. That yeah. is a bit that she does based on Bill and Ted. But yeah. us knowing how many movies she's seen and... How often she just likes to make up names. Like, we didn't know. So, of course, I called her out for it. But then she, got, like, jumped all over me. Like, she was waiting yeah. for me. It was a trap is what it was. I got was. very aggressive <laughs> after. It was great. 
She's like, that's a bit from Bill and Ted. I've seen all the Bill and Ted movies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Tim. How, how are we supposed to know that? I don't know. I just yeah, thought you there would are, know. There are none dinosaurs in Bill and that, Ted, so I just assumed uh, you hadn't seen it. There may be some dinosaurs. There in may Bill be. And Ted. I don't know. But yeah, I immediately. I, see, the thing was, here was my argument that I made later to myself. If I had pronounced it wrong, but differently than Bill and Ted, that would definitely be on me. But because <laughs> I pronounced it wrong in the same way as Bill and Ted, I feel like I should have gotten like a little yeah. bit of like, are you doing a bit? No, no, I will. I will honestly say that after I saw it, that was the first thing that went through my head. I was like, Alex, that is a Bill and Ted bit. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, uh, that was going to be ammo for my attack. Was that that was straight out of Bill and Dead? Yeah. Yeah. But that was my point. <laughs> no, I didn't expect it to be the defense. It's just like it's cool. I've done it to that guy's face. I have on a phone call. <laughs> nice. I don't think he was happy about it, but so back to Saddle Club. Uh, I pretty much hated this book. These people are garbage. <laughs> Scott for, yeah, Scott for president. Like I had major Twilight vibes in this one. I'm like, can't you just act like humans? Just, just, just try. Yeah, just try. Yeah. And it was like, oh god. Like I get it. Like the stepmom that's not a stepmom. You know, the the girlfriend of dad. She doesn't need to push that hard. But you know, she's just trying to be nice. Carol was and trying at least, her, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just. Just tell her to step back a little bit. Yeah, oh, no. And then see how oh, that goes. Tim, yeah. No, it's not going to go well, though, is it's, the thing. But it's got to go. You can't just let it <sighs> fester. When you're somebody who hates wearing dresses and people are constantly trying to push dresses at you because you should like dresses because people who are like you should like dresses, man, it just never goes well. <laughs> it never... It really doesn't. Like, I don't know what that phenomena is. That I have they're no- like... You have to. Yeah. And it's like, why? Okay, but tell me why. So, yeah. Uh, it it may not go well, but it's got to go. You can't just mm. make I, a run an uh, obstacle course. I can tell you. I'll tell you honestly. I pushed back on wearing dresses for 15 years of my life that mm-hmm. I was under the dressing control of other people, or at least influence, if not control. And it never once subsided like it never no, made it better not and once you can be like straight up no i don't want that on my body yeah. i don't like it and people are like but it's a pretty dress and it's like, yeah even as like a 30 something year old person when somebody has this idea of like what they think you should wear they just don't fucking stop bridesmaids dresses Oh, oh man. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh Lord. It doesn't matter if you are uncomfortable in a dress as a human. If you accept to be in somebody's bridal party, you are expected to be in the dress. Yes. No matter what. Yeah. Unless you have a really cool friend who's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. We're right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but even then, even if your friend is very cool, if they are with their family and their their moms, mom oh. mother in law have opinions. Oh. It's still a knockdown drag out fight. Yeah, moms, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have a. Yeah, yeah. Don't you don't have this experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. I'm sure when I was younger, 
I was made to wear things that I didn't want to, Absolutely. but not to that yeah. level. It was like, I don't like that. Those pants are too tight. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I don't it, like it, these it was, shoes. It did not yeah. result in any kind of like major pushback. Yeah, that was what it was. It would be like, I don't like that. They'd yeah. be like tough, and I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was yeah. never, never super far off from n- never anything like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah. like, that's not the brand of shoes I want. It's like yeah. stuff I would have a hard time complaining about in front of people. Yeah. It's like, those not are like, real problems. This doesn't work on my yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any kind of reference for that. Yeah. Goddamn patriarchy. Goddamn patriarchy, exactly. <laughs> Plus, they never have fucking pockets. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's that's the one. Like, I don't, like, like, where, where, where is the outrage like that that is the hill that I would die on. Yeah. Like this is impossible yeah. for people to function without pockets. I don't understand it. Yep. This is why I only buy quote unquote men's pants now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you wouldn't. Like I would end the women's pants industry. They should. Just honestly, they just pants. should. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really should. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. That's this oh, sorry another another complaint sidebar complaint i was trying to buy shorts the other day and the sizes were insane and so they had a measurement chart and i'm like okay i'll get there so like i'm like expecting to go in like okay of course pant sizes i vaguely know what i am like you know on this scale but these all of a sudden start at 22 and go to 32 but then the the waist size is all like 22 inches you're getting a 29 inch or 29 size short i'm like none of this makes any sense they go up in half inch increments and they only go between 22 and 29 i'm like these are not for me nothing (laughs) nothing is for me Plus, it's not like yeah. standard between the the I, sizes. No, like you wear a twelve here, you wear a ten there, you wear a sixteen over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? But you know what? Who For fucking knows? Buy from the UK in men's yeah. pants, thirty three. Thirty, yeah, and it's Boom. thirty-three yeah. around the, the same waist. That's the everywhere. Measurement is it stretchy? Then I probably can wear it in anything. Is it not stretchy? I probably can't even put it on See, my thigh. It's fine. I don't. I get I don't, it. It's stretchy versus not stretchy. It's, uh, I I go to get the size that I need, and I feel it, and I'm like, this one's stretchy, means it's gonna be comfortable. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, like means yes. I can be a like a a fat kid at the dinner table, and I can, I can not feel any difference. <laughs> I won't have to undo the, the pan- belt. Yeah, I'm like, these are the <laughs> pants for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that level of simplicity in my yeah, pant life. The fact that it was ever unsimplified from that is garbage Bunkers. Mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. fuck Fucking oh but the pocket fucks with the, the line of the pant i don't give a fuck no, about the no line of the pants i don't give I a fuck put a i want to put soda everything in my trip in there. pants and i yeah. want that for my life exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i keep in my pockets what every fucking thing i need wherever i'm going yeah, yeah. exactly i don't carry a purse have fun Finding my fucking wallet, I can find it. It's yeah, it's easy. Have it's I on told my body. you guys my horrible fears about pickpockets? I I have this fear. Yes, no, you haven't told us. Let's go. Okay, so you know how like all those PSAs would come out in the nineties, and like a bunch of them were like, "Never keep your wallet in your back pocket," because yeah. that's how pickpockets get you. So like, 
not to blow myself up on a podcast, but I keep my wallet in one of my back pockets. Don't at me. And don't steal my wallet. <laughs> don't Listeners, steal do Alex's not steal wallet. my wallet. <laughs> but uh, I keep it in one of my back pockets. And like, I have that fear every time. But I also, in my head, every pickpocket is Gambit. And there is no way <laughs> that I'm ever going to not get pickpocketed. Yeah, if if Gambit wants to do it, he's going to do it. It's gone. It's gone. So that's the level. I'm like, well, I can't fight a pickpocketer. So I'm going to keep my wallet where I feel I want it. Yeah. So you you live in a world where somebody is going to come somehow charge your wallet and it will become an explosive device? Is Not that what I'm that, getting from? It will be, they'll do it 20 minutes after they've stolen it. I've been sitting in my car the whole time. The door hasn't opened. I haven't left the vehicle. And all of a sudden they're going to appear in front of my car. They're going to show me my wallet to my face. That is going to glow pink and explode. Like that's the world I live in. <laughs> is it bad that I like this world? It's a very fun world. Several episodes ago, I believe it was on this podcast. I don't know. We may have just it's, been talking. We're on so Discord. many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex and I decided that we were going to bring back the chain wallet. Yeah. And oh, one of us followed through. Ago. I didn't buy the yeah. chain yet. What? So I, uh, <laughs> I, I around. no fear of my wallet getting pickpocketed. Yeah. Because I would just feel the little yank on my chain and be like, oh. Quit, Are you quit yanking, yanking my, my chain? chain? <laughs> quit yanking my chain. Oh, my God. Yeah, one of us followed through on, on our well, bit, Alex. I, I'm going to follow through on the bit, especially now that I've realized I could be living in less fear than I currently live in. <laughs> I keep my wallet in the front pocket, so it just looks weird with the chain and then the wallet is right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you could live like that. <laughs> I'm afraid of pickpockets. <laughs> yeah, and you were told in the 90s not to keep it in your I have back had pocket. my wallet stolen from my back pocket in very no. tight pants and didn't notice. Gambit. It, were they men's pants? No, they were women's pants. Exactly. Yeah, the wallet's exactly. sticking like a quarter of an yeah, inch out of the pocket. And it's just <laughs> like, nope. You ever seen somebody walk past and they've got their phone in their back pocket? That's and it's me like, all the time. That's me. Seventy-five <laughs> percent. First yeah. of all, how do you not sit on your phone? I don't understand. I do. sit on it all the time. But, yeah, but it's like it's like seventy-five percent out of the pocket, and then you're just like, it's gonna fall. It's gonna mm-hmm. fall. It's mm-hmm. gonna fall. And, and it, it never does. Oh, <laughs> oh, mine does. Mine gets I stuck lost- on the broken pop socket that's on the back, oh. so it's just like dangling there. That's fair. Yeah. I've I've literally I put my phone in my back pocket of riding pants, went into a lesson, was doing something, it fell out of my pocket, and I looked down and this has apparently happened so many times that my trainer looks at me and goes, Alex, no, don't look at the phone. You know the horse will follow where you're looking. Oh, and no. he was right. I got so close to getting my phone oh. crushed. And he I've never seen this man move fast in his life. He fucking bolted in, grabbed that phone. Like, he cared about, like, I've literally seen people fall off and crush their skulls. And he's like, Holy eh, shit. fuck them. That phone was safe. <laughs> Phones are more important than a human life. That's just facts. Yeah. Human life, free. Phones, money. Yeah. I guess. If you go into the woods and birth the baby. I was about to I'm say, yeah. <laughs> Tim, this was under a specific set of circumstances <laughs> yeah. that only I understood. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all oh, did y'all like this book it was all right i don't uh, i didn't hate it it's fine i like that they got lost that was fun scott for president scott for, oh, president. Scott for president i like yeah. that um carol's dad made uh, a fun fun joke 
um, when Carol was trying to say that, what's her name, Lynn and Scott should be hooked up together. And Carol's dad was like, I don't think that'll solve our problem. In fact, it could compound it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, nice. (laughs) Carol's dad can stay. (laughs) He likes all the best movies. He tells dad jokes. This man is great, honestly. He likes 50s and 60s music. I dig it. I'll, I'll tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the DI is going to be very good once I've watched it, but I'll let you know after I've watched it whether or not it's his his taste. Because the only other one I know about is King Kong, right? Mm-hmm. That he watches. Yeah. Did they mention the fly at one point as well or no? Oh, I think so. I think they talked about it. The old one or the Jeff Goldblum one? It what, Oh. I, I don't think they specified. Oh. It seems like it would be the old one based on the other movies. Probably based on the other movies, but like, gotta love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that came out one, in 1986, so it could be it. Mm-hmm. You know what else came out in 1986? Not me. I don't know. Anim- yeah, I was, I was going to say, are you going to say Jenna? But no. No. <laughs> The animated Transformers movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did I not it. know yeah. that that was going to be the yeah. thing? I, like, genuinely <laughs> didn't fucking know that that was going to be the thing. How? Oh, my God. <sighs> All right. So they talked in the beginning of the book about changing gates, and Max was yelling at people about changing gates. Why is this important, Alex? It's so important, Tim, because sometimes you want to go different speeds for different reasons, and you got to learn how to do it well, and you got to learn how to ask it right. And sometimes, because your horse is out of control, you have to learn how to ask them to not be doing the gait that they're doing and to maybe pick a <laughs> more desirable option, perhaps a slower one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, really it's an important part of of all of horseback riding because there's the very simple like you want to go fast, you kick the horse, you go fast. But like that's not a gate change. Like it is technically right. You've done the thing, but there's so much more to it, like especially when you start talking about dressage and jumping and blah, 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 because you want to start talking about um, collection and extension and impulsion and all of those things come from being able to get into a gate very well or to be able to control the gate that you're in to compress or expand it and all of that jazz. So so he was talking about doing it within like two steps. Mm hmm. Uh, is that something that they measure in dressage? Dress- I almost yes, did it. I uh, almost did it like without trying dressage. to do it wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be right that time too. And so I did. you remember when I went off on my tirade about the different letters of the arena and how they stood for like where the different court members would stand and blah blah blah. So in dressage, you do things at those letters. So like you're gonna say pick up the trot at C. And you have to hit C. And as your leg passes that letter, that is when you have to hit the gate. So he was trying to get them to go, like, teach them accuracy to say, when I tell you trot within two strides, you have to trot because you Mm -hmm. have to have that level of control over the horse. Or else it's losing points. You're losing points. You're not performing the movements correctly. And to be fair, that is also a higher level dressage. If you're doing something like a novice level test, they'll say between C and E or whatever. They'll say between those two letters is when you have to pick it up. So you have the whole arena and then they'll shorten it, shorten it, shorten it. You have to get it at that letter. 
It's important. It's important to be accurate and concise. Mm-hmm. And also it teaches you to be more concise with your aids when you have to do it within two strides. Is it a, is, I don't know if we've ever talked about this or not. The dressage. I know you you get scored based on mm-hmm. your, your form. Is there a time component to that as well? No, uh, oh, okay. you, because like literally if, if Shannon goes out and does a dressage test on her horse, she'll be, it'll be three minutes and then I'll go out and Pony will be there in like two and a half minutes because <laughs> there's, they're faster. You're covering more ground. Some horses have a really long stride. Some horses have a really short stride. If you might be competing in lower levels against like a little kid on an actual pony and they'll be taking forever because they're just trotting those little steps. And so like, oh you're not goodness. timed there. Okay. Okay. You just have to do it accurately and perform all of the movements. Okay. Well, now that we've learned that, what are we, what, what's going on in the horse world today, Alex? Yeah. I have cool horse news, which. Wait, are, is it, is it really? Hard to find. It yeah. is. It, okay. I actually found a cool, cool horse news. So, um, you know, part of horses is they, this is going to sound really bad after what I just said. Part of horses <laughs> is they hurt themselves a lot. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. This is news, everybody. Um, Yeah. If anybody has ever had experience with a horse, you know, they're walking disasters. How bad the horse news is when this is the level of like, this is the bright sunshine moment. Horses hurt themselves a lot. So horses hurt themselves a ton. Um, No, here's the actual cool news part. So there has been a lot of uh, research right now going into doing uh, different surgeries and sedation of large mammals because one of the most dangerous parts of surgeries on horses is when they get taken down to the ground. When they start to wake up, their first instinct is to start running. So they can hurt themselves because they're just, they, they start moving like all their limbs and they're not awake yet. They're not coordinated yet, blah, blah, blah. So there's been a ton of research being done into standing sedation and they have been able to figure out a way to do so many more surgeries, like looking like uh, doing the like endoscopy, I think in the joints, I think that's what it's called. That might be the wrong term, but the cameras in the joints basically to see if there's tears or anything in there. Um, different like airway surgeries that they can do, including tieback surgeries. If, if the horse needs like a uh, different, you know, parts of their throat get fucked up, Tim. So they literally tie it back to open up the airway passage. Blah, blah, blah. Um, different uh, colic surgeries now can be done with standing sedation, which is wild because the idea of doing stomach surgery when that's all down, like gravity, right? You're like fighting gravity. They can actually do some of them, not all of them, not big ones, but they can do some stomach surgery standing now. So that's pretty fucking cool. I got very excited. I've been told, I don't know if this is true or not now that I sit here. I, this could be just buck wild wrong. I've been told that cows sleep standing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. They can. Do, horses do not though, right? They or can. Do they? Oh, do they? Okay. So horses have a couple different methods of sleeping. So one, they can stand up and they can lock their joints and they can fall asleep mm-hmm. standing up, but they never go into deep REM cycle sleep when they're standing. So they do eventually have to lay down, which is why when your horse gets older, a big problem that's really hard to detect can be like a narcoleptic response because Mm -hmm. the older horses, if they don't feel comfortable laying down, will just try to keep sleeping with the locked joints and then they'll literally fall and smash their head and everything. But yeah, they can do it. They can do it both ways. And it's not like they have to like, there's different timeframes for that. And it's also dependent on the horse because they go through different sleep cycles. So your horse might be okay standing for a week and then laying down once. And other horses might have to lay down every single day like Seabiscuit did. So it's really dependent on the horse and their and their cycles as much as it is any sort of regulated sleep mechanism. 
Neat. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Now I'm thinking, well, I have a couple of couple of thoughts that immediately jump in my brain. First of all is the idea of human surgery while humans stand up is the first thing that I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want any part of this. This is creepy and awful. Um, Must Google. But the other, the, other, yeah, the other thought that I had was just like taking your horse to the garage and putting a horse on the lift. Mm-hmm. And then just doing the surgery while like sort of above yourself. That's sort of what I think of when you're talking about doing surgeries while they stand up. Like just some guy on like the little flat roller just rolling under the horse and just like stitching up the belly. I mean, it's it's not super like that, but they do they can block them up if they need them to be at a different height and yeah. like use winches to help them and everything. And there's the so when horses break their legs, ninety five percent of the time, that's it. They've broken a leg. They'll get loading limb laminitis. It doesn't matter. Like literally we've seen it with like Kentucky Derby winners. They can spend thousands of dollars and the horse still doesn't recover. But um, one of the things you can do is you can actually have that lift system to keep your horse off of their feet. So like if you have a lot of money and a really nice horse and they break a leg and you want to give it a shot, you can actually install like a horse winch that keeps them like not, not all day. It just kind of keeps them like light on their feet instead yeah, of all of yeah. the weight on there. So that exists kind of in a way. And also in surgeries, when they do take them down to the ground, they will tie their legs up and winch them up and cart them from room to room on like a track system. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how you move them. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. It's super cool. I don't know that I've ever even really thought about horse surgery. Like, I'd never thought about it before, about, like, what you would do with a horse if you had to sedate a horse. Because, yeah, I... Mm. Yeah. I guess you would have to do that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of surgeries you just do at the barn with with sedation. And you yeah. just kind of keep them, like, right, like, not asleep. They're just kind of out of it. But they're not asleep yet, and they'll just do the surgery there. Like, when you have to go to the horse hospital, that's like, hey, we're removing, like three feet of intestine because it's so entangled with whatever like yeah yeah it's big when you have to go to the hospital generally generally speaking i'm sure some people like fucking william shatner with his goddamn gated horses is like they're you know they just need their hooves trimmed i'd like them to go to uw madison or whatever like you know yeah. i'm sure there's that but for the most part if you're going to the to the hospital is a big deal wow i wonder if he has like a horse hospital on campus Horsepital? I bet he does. The horse, horsepital. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now I'm all I'm all learned up. I got I got the new knowledge. You did some horse I did learning. I did horse some horse learning. learning. I, it's yeah, time. We went, we went places with that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to test my my learning with a horse quiz. Oh, oh no. snap. Bwah, 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 bwah. Are <laughs> you ready? Probably not. Yeah. All right. To start out, this first one is a movie. I will be saying the horse's name during the thing. So it is not the horse's name. It is the movie that the horse is in. Okay. Or the movie that has a horse within it. This movie is a 1988 American comedy film directed by Michael Denner and starring Bobcat Goldthwait. What about Bob? No. Not what about Bob. Damn it. That's not. National that's not Velvet. even. My friend Flicka. No. God damn. Uh, I'm just naming horse movies. There is someone. There is down. someone listening that is fucking screaming right now. Yeah. 
I'm, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. But that's every time, quite honestly. <laughs> I know that I've seen a Bobcat Goldthwait movie. What? Mm, I, I don't know. That is the fucking vocal movies. impression that I wish that I could do, by the way. Like, I wish yeah. that I had a good Bobcat. So I'll, bad. I'll workshop, I'll workshop my Bobcat. Hell yeah. Do it. Uh, not here. I would like you to I do it here to help. Yeah, me, right I don't now, know what do it, you coward! Right Come on, you don't know who Bobcat Goldthwait is? No, I don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't even start from zero. I'd have to do like an hour of practice. How do you not know who Bobcat Goldthwait is? Oh is. my god! Oh, there was one. Man. There was a movie where it was like, God, I don't even know if this is right, but there was one where they like, it was like a. a you know when when some guy who's like living on the streets comes into a bunch of money. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Rags to riches story. Rags, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That okay. might have been the name of the damn movie. Like I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was something like that, and I believe Bobcat Goldthwait was in it, but I don't remember if there were any other Bobcat Goldthwait movies. There had to have been. He had to. Have there are so like, many Bobcat yeah, Goldthwait yeah. movies. So this is probably somebody He's that like Police I Academy. would know once I know them, but I don't know them by name. Police Academy. Never seen Police Academy, Tim. <laughs> Oh my god! Police Academy Two. I've never seen that. Police, Police Academy, Academy Three. Six. <laughs> Police Academy Four, Five, Six. The only thing I those, know right? about them is Scott likes to tell a joke from them where the guy was trying to slip in like as many like meow puns. Is that Police Academy? Nope. No. That's Super never mind. Yeah, never that's... mind. Don't know any of them. Don't know any of them. To be fair, I've also never seen any of those either. So I'm just going off what other people have said. Well, this know... is going well. Do you know who Steve Gutenberg is? No. <laughs> I don't I know don't, anything. I can't him. imagine living a life where I didn't know who Steve Gutenberg was. <laughs> Tim, you've I know seen, nothing. <laughs> you've never seen Short Circuit? Wait, is that... That's not that movie with the robot that, like, follows the kid around that... You were you you started out robot and we were good. Yeah, but then he was went... like, okay, it might not be a kid, but he like followed him around, and there was something with like lightning. I just remember this one scene like up on the top of a hill with like lightning, and it was like, I don't know, it might not be short circuit, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. He was like made out of like spatulas and shit, very silver yeah, no. colored robot. No, <laughs> well, okay. Mm. Mm. Was he made out of spatulas? Uh, he had know. spatula type appendages, like a, yeah, he had like that was a like eyelids. his arms and st- yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would like flip like up and down Rainbow. on like that motorized circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a two forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, That's my think reference I've, there. Steve Gutenberg was why. one of one of the three men. With yeah, three the men baby. and a baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It takes two. <laughs> I don't know you. Uh, that's an in- Olsen movie. Did you come uh, on? Did you ever watch Veronica Mars? I watched like a couple episodes on Netflix once. Did, oh, oh! I'm getting a look from Jenna. Did you not know Steve Gutenberg was in Veronica Mars? Who was he in Veronica Mars? Why do I not remember this? Oh Lord, what, don't was, ask me to remember his name. He was, was not he, a good person. Was he? What's his name's dad? The boyfriend? What? No. The end Maybe. boyfriend. No, wasn't that um, a shit? Was that Steve Gutenberg? The rich asshole boyfriend dad. E. His name started with an E. Ethan. Nope. Evan. 
Fuck. Elijah. Elrond. <laughs> I can't go to Google yet. That'd be cheating. Yeah. Uh, no. Just despite just, the fact that that's not the question. <laughs> just remember that you want to. I feel like Steve Gutenberg was not his dad. I don't remember Steve Gutenberg being in it at all. Was a second terrible person. I feel like Gary Cole or somebody like that was his the first dad, right? I don't remember, honestly. It's been at least 10 years since I watched. Yeah, I know. I, I, Veronica Mars. I'm going to Google the shit out of it as soon Not, as we get done with this. It's been probably about eight. That's the same. That's the same thing. E. Anyway, this movie follows an investment broker who teams up with a talking horse who is voiced by John Candy, who helps him make smart investment decisions. That's that's the rags to riches thing, isn't it? That's the movie. It's not exactly dirty rags business. to riches. Is it dirty business? No. Dirty business. Dirty, dirty, dirty. dirty. That dirty, dirty, dirty business. <laughs> dirty business. <laughs> Hot to trot. God damn, Tim! God damn, Tim! <laughs> nice. Holy shit, that's so good. Wow. Wow. I knew it was in there somewhere. Proud of you, bud. That was good. Man. Whew. Okay, no, hold on. I gotta rewatch this movie because I know that there's no way in hell that it holds up because it was a 1988 movie with John Candy and Bobcat Goldthwait, so there's no fucking way in hell that it is an acceptable thing for anyone to watch. But I gotta rewatch this movie. Logan Eccles? Logan is the rich boyfriend. Okay. I should watch that movie. See what I'm missing out on with Hot to Try. Yeah, it was was Logan Eccles. Oh, you know who the dad was? The dad was Harry Hamlin. That's who the dad was. But then Steve Gutenberg was a crappy guy later in the show. I'm going to Google Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you see Bobcat. his face, you'll be like, oh, that guy. Yeah, That's with, how with Bobcat Goldthwait, you have time. to hear him. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're going to recognize his face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of that. And then some of that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who's the yeah. first guy I'm Googling? I've lost the thread. Steve, Steve, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Steve You're yeah. Googling Johannes Gutenberg. Yeah, he's the reason that we have the Bible. Um, <laughs> Do I, like, he seems I wanna, vaguely I, familiar, I, but like. I'm not going to lie. I want a Steve Gutenberg version of the Bible. Steve, the Steve Gutenberg Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I. Look it. The cover of Short Circuit is not loading, but is exactly what I was just asking you guys. I said on a hill with lightning. The whole uh, I was yeah, telling yeah, you guys right. the exact yeah. cover. Yeah. Yeah. I'm killing it. Yeah. Number five you is got in it. my mind. <laughs> okay, let's see if I've seen any of these movies. Cocoon. I see now why Tim has <gasps> Cocoon. That was the I've other seen one. He's using Roxanne. I've seen that movie. Yeah. The Dolphin and the Dog Become Friends. That's where I recognize him from. Would Wait, never know his name on. in a million years. Yeah, I thought Roxanne was a movie with Steve Martin. Zeus and Roxanne? Oh, Zeus and Roxanne? I don't yeah, know what that is. Yeah, there's no. two of them. It's okay. where a dog befriends a dolphin, yeah. and the dolphin's in a research. It's a dolphin It's very movie, cute. So I've seen it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, that do- is that dolphin one of Willie's friends? Is that is that what we saw? He's friends no, with Willie? Tim. No. Keiko was freed and then died. Roxanne? Thanks for bringing it down, Alex. 
<laughs> Sam probably died at the Miami Seaquarium with the rest of them. That dolphin probably died in a mud pit. In a car accident. While, while some kid was trying to pull them out, yelling, no! When did that movie come <laughs> out? Because that... That wasn't no that no never mind okay I was about to say that wasn't ninety seven okay no all right that wasn't the dolphin that committed suicide so, uh, no not the flipper <laughs> dolphin no it was after that Alex was like three in nineteen ninety seven I was eight <laughs> <laughs> all right we're not after that I, much of babies after I torched hot to trot that was so second? fucking good that made me so yeah. happy all right. I almost actually kind of forgot that we were doing this because that, that was, yeah. All right. Horse number two, and this one is a horse. It is an actual horse. Okay. Was an Overo paint horse owned and trained by Ralph McCutcheon that appeared in various films from the late 1930s through the late 1940s. Okay. So it has to be a Lone Ranger thing, right? Nope. Okay. The Zorro thing? Yep, was, actually. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay. Uh, that's a. That's but this a is the real horse, not. Yeah. The, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'll I'm, know this I'm, one. I've already got intense Google vibes on this one. Yeah, I don't know that I will get this one. But uh, I'll try. Yeah, let's 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 have another clue. Okay, so this clue is basically just going to be a list of movies that this horse was in. Okay. okay. It includes. Um, oh, I'll tell you who they were written by and the movie. Written by John Carroll in Zorro Rides Again in 1937. Written by Bill Elliott in The Great Adventures of Wild Bill Hickok in 1938. Written by Gene Arthur in Arizona in 1940. By Russell Wade in Sundown Riders in 1948. And... I don't know by who, but also was in Tarzan's Desert Mystery in 1943. But their most remembered film was in The Duel in the Sun in 1946 that starred Gregory Peck and Jennifer Jones. Not that Jennifer Jones. It just sounds like a Hidalgo horse. This is a very cool looking horse. Yeah. Americans are very cool and pretty. Yeah, I have no idea. You should be proud that I didn't make a joke about Bill Elliott, though. Should I? Yeah. All right. I'd like you to make the joke. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville? <laughs> My God. Bill, yeah, that's the Bill Elliott I know. NASCAR driving Bill Elliott. That's right. Uh, No. Have I sang I the NASCAR song? I have, right? I've done it. Uh-uh. For some reason, my mind just went, yeah, it's the Barney cleanup song where you just replace cleanup with NASCAR. No, no, no. It's the, they call me Dale Darrell Walter, Walter, Richard Petty, Rusty Olsen, Bill, Gordon Irvin, Earnhardt Smith, Johnson, oh. Jr. I think you have sung that yeah. before, but I, it's always yeah. good to get Not you to, to do me. it. Sing again yeah. whenever I was born in Talladega up in the stands. It's great. This horse even did comedy and had a large role in the Blondie and Dagwood It's a Great Life. In 1943, and did a routine with Dub Cannonball Taylor in Cowboy Canteen. Blondie and Dagwood? Yeah. Like the comic strip? Or is that wrong? But, well, yes, and. I I did not know. I did not know that it ever became anything other than a comic strip. Yep. Um, Yeah, nope, gonna have to Google that one. 
All yeah, right. I think so. Get to the Googles. Oh. Okay. I've given you so many movie names. You have that I've forgotten them all. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Uh, now I'm ready. One, two, three, go! I'll give you either version of the name. If you find either version. This is... Oh my goodness. There's no way they IMDB the horse, right? Oh, oh. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I went to IMDb and it was just a blank page. Did you did you put the Loco? dot com? No. You got this. I don't think I do. You do. One of you's got this. I promise. You can do it. I trust your Googling skills. Reggie the horse? Nope. <laughs> That's what it has in IMDb. <laughs> the Blondie and Dagwood horse. What the hell? I don't trust my Googling skills at all anymore. Tony the horse? Nope. I feel very proud of myself for this one. Honestly. This is wild. <laughs> he's buying a horse when he's supposed to be buying a house. You guys want me to give you a place where it's probably a thing that's Jackie, probably... Hold on. Jackie the lion? No, no, that's probably a lion. It's probably a lion. You want... did Okay, what was your hint there that you were going to give us? It'll probably be easiest to find it if you look for Zorro Rides Again. I did. That was the first one. Oh, no. (laughs) That's the first one I look. I can't. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time, and that's stupid of me. You might cross-reference it with Ralph McCutcheon. I would never. (laughs) (laughs) This is officially the longest it's ever taken, and I'm so excited. This is insane. (laughs) Come on, IMDb. Horses are actors, too. <laughs> All cast and crew. I don't... I'm so desperate at this point. Oh, my God. When do we call it? Nope, nope. Not nope. yet. Not yet. I'm going to fucking find it. <laughs> now it's a goddamn personal attack. Do you want the character name for the horse in no. Zorro? Okay. No, I don't. All right. Tornado? Nope. Holy shit, how <laughs> I found one that nobody can find. Yay! Give me <laughs> What was the, the trainer's name, Ralph? What? McCutcheon. Dice? Yeah, there we go, Alex. Okay. Holy Jesus shit. Christ. <laughs> I never did find it. His trusty yep. seed was Paradise. Paradise. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was Buck Wild. <laughs> it as easy as Tim got that first one. Yeah. This one was just like, oh no, it's never gonna happen. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for horse number three? I don't know. I don't I don't know I don't if know I'm if ready are. for horse number three. <laughs> oh man. All right. Horse number three was foaled in Kentucky on March 20th, 2008, and is a champion thoroughbred racehorse who won the 2011 Kentucky Derby and the 2013 Dubai World Cup. It's not the lemonade stand one. It's not California Chrome. It's not... (sighs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the one... 2011? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was my life in 2011? I was in college. I would not have been watching the Kentucky Derby. I probably would have. Or, no, I I, I, I would have watched ESPN and seen who won the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, yeah like Tim that. was really deep into like betting on horses in <laughs> yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah, no. 2011. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why he's here now. <laughs> turned on ESPN, they would have had 30 seconds on it. I'd been like, oh, that happened again. Yeah, and nice. all right, let's get another clue. His Derby one took place on May 7th, 2011, before a record crowd of 164,858. After the Derby, this horse finished second in the Preakness Stakes and sixth in the Belmont Stakes before his career was disrupted by injury. American Pharaoh. My... It's not American Pharaoh. Why is my brain just going Barbaro? No. It's not Barbaro. I know it's not, but it just, there's like, every time we do racehorses, my brain's like, you know three. Is it funny side? <laughs> no. no. Is it ruffian? No. no. Well, you're fucked. Yeah, you've basically given me all the horses I can never use. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's another clue? This horse returned to finish second in the 2012 Breeders' Cup mile before winning in the Dubai World Cup as a five-year-old in 2013. This horse is the first Kentucky Derby winner to win a grade one race at the age of five. He has won grade one races on both dirt and synthetic surfaces. 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 No. Fuck. All of that information is familiar, but the name is not yeah, coming. Yeah. I'd have, to, I'd have to Google that one again. Go right back to Google. This one will right. not be as difficult. Oh, no. wait. No. No. We're not going to Google. Fuck this. Absolutely okay. not. This horse this. has the same name as my favorite park at Disney. As your favorite park at Disney? Mm-hmm. Epcot? Nope. What's another Disney park? Hmm. Um, Magic Kingdom? Nope. Universal Kingdom? Universal <laughs> that's, Studios? That's Universal not a Disney. Studios? That's not a Disney. I also, hey, here's where we reveal that I also don't know Disney parks. <laughs> the okay. the Wizarding World? That's not Harry a Disney. Potter. Uh, yeah, what is it, Disney? Animal Kingdom. Hey, Tim, there you go. Okay. Oh, shit. That, that, it was actually... Na- no, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a horse named Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's named after Disney. I didn't see anything about that, but... Yeah. Probably not. Whatever. That's how I got y'all there, so it's fine. Hell yeah. Epcot is nobody's favorite park. It was what? just the no. first No, no. Abs- hold on. If it's the Food and Wine Festival... Yeah, it's cool. But I'll it's go there. Any... Yeah, it's, it's really neat, cool. I like. There's I like, like the food. three rides in all of Epcot. Yeah, Test track was cool, but now it's something else. I guess it's Tron now. I think. I thought it was Cars. Maybe it's Cars. I know they changed it. I don't know. I know there's now like a Ratatouille section in France. I like the Viking boat ride. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. It's a, bo- it's a boat ride. Yeah, where you go inside the water. I don't think I've ever done it. Wait, is it yeah, the it's now? Cool. It's the frozen thing, though, right? I don't know. I mean, it's been years since I was there. I think it's, but the, it was, I think it's frozen now. You're on like a little. It's like in one of the countries. It's a little like mm-hmm. indoor water, like log flume type deal. Okay, but you're in like a Viking boat, if I remember right. It was cool. Oh, Mission to Mars was cool. Mission to Mars is an Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty fun. That's the only time I've ever almost gotten sick 
on a ride because we did the the yeah the, we did the, the orange side instead of the green yeah. side. Oh boy. I was I like, oh know. no, it's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, no, no, I got this. <laughs> I'm strong. We did the orange side too, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. I love Disney. I've only been in as, as an adult, so. Yeah, so have I. I've only been like once to like oh. go to the parks, really. We went a couple times to run the Tower of Terror 10 miler, but. I think I've been like four times now. You ever been to Disney, Alex? Yeah, I went uh, once as a very, like, six years old oh it's, like it's it's wasted it's wasted on small children it's, i remember almost nothing yeah um and then i actually lived in florida and never went when i lived in florida <laughs> yeah, for a year that's most people 10. yeah and then i so that was it but um I, shanna's trying to get me to go back so i might go soon yeah that's not gonna help this situation but <laughs> grown-up disney is the best is it? Oh, I don't know because I I didn't go as a kid, but it's I mean, my favorite. I, I don't it's my preference. Anything from being a kid, so you know who's never been to Disney? God, that one sucks. Nope. What? Um. Do you want me to give you a little time to think? Yeah, give me a minute here. Okay, so I'll tell you a quick story while Tim's thinking. So at nice. the barn, two two days ago, yesterday, day before yesterday, I was lunging pony and two girls were playing hangman with horse names from like barrel racing horse names. <gasps> and I was, it was like horse quiz, but no pressure. I was like screaming fucking names at them. And one of them answered Pepto Boonsmole. And I was like, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Hell yeah. Great. Nice. <laughs> Those kids rule. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You know what? Horses never need lunging. How about that one? That one's better. Metal horses? Yeah. You never have to lunge a metal horse because they are too dense. They're made of metal. <laughs> they would just sink. They would not float. That's nothing That's to do with lunging. Little <laughs> red balloon comes by. <laughs> no, Pennywise. These are not your horses, Pennywise. You why cannot take why them have you done this? <laughs> why? Tim? She started it. They don't float. No, they, they none of don't them float, float down there. Metal. They don't float. That's why Pennywise doesn't take horses, because they don't float down here. Oh, my God. All right. You know what horses Pennywise will never take? What horses, Alex? Mushama McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly. He can't take them. They're ours. They're our horses. They're in our barn, <laughs> and we will fight them. And you know what? We will we fight will the horses? Fight. No, we'll fight Pennywise oh, to keep the horses oh. safe. Yeah, y'all gonna have to take the lead on that one. I will. I will. The correct lead for the lunch circle that I am on. Yeah. When the horses lay down, is that when they need to worry about Freddy Krueger? Or can oh, Freddy no. Krueger still get them when they stand up sleep? I, one, he only two, comes in Freddy's sleep, coming right? for <laughs> hooves. Hooves. <laughs> Three, four, bolt out the door. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, Halava SpaghettiOs from Nate. We will also protect from the clowns. Iron Meriden from Philip D. Keating. Definitely protect from the clowns. Dale Donis Third from Steve Hardy. We'll protect him from the clowns. You know we will. Dombag from Matt Alman. Yeah, definitely protecting from the clowns. And Silver Flame from Songheart, for sure. But you know who's on their own? That's right. It's Ronnie. <laughs> 
Poor Ronnie. <laughs> Poor Ronnie. Although Ronnie is like super pale gray, so I wouldn't I would totally expect just the smile to just creep up. Oh no. Oh and then it's Pennywise the horse. <laughs> but then he just spooks at his own balloon and runs around like <laughs> farting and bucking like oh, ah! God. <laughs> How can you make something so terrifying so adorable? <laughs> I- do it on their own <laughs> horses <laughs> much like pennywise okay brought okay. things to an end hold on hold on okay i don't know pennywise i've seen that movie. seven eight gotta Nine. change your gate <gasps> i don't have five and six though with five and six. What's a horse thing that rem- that that reminds uh, me yeah. of six? But was- fuck you, brain. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just get angry at your own brain for being stupid? Yes, constantly. <laughs> the only thing I can think of right now is Bellatrix, and that has nothing to do with. No. I went with Twitch. I immediately went to twitching. Twitch is Twitch is not bad. Twitch is better than anything I had. Twix. Pitchfork. Pitch is the rhymey one. Twix. How do you pronounce six? six. Did you pronounce sitch. it sitch? Yeah. Yeah. Sitch. Yeah. Has the same start. <laughs> yeah. I can't explain rhyming. It just happens. <laughs> you should definitely be able to explain rhyming. No one can explain rhyming, Jenna. It just happens. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Big old horse dicks. Yeah, wow. There is big old okay. Horse dicks. Well, yeah. we just made some new search terms. All right. <laughs> cool. Those are gonna get clicks. Yeah. <gasps> clicks that rhymes. Clicks it doesn't is make any sense though. Watch the horse kicks. Hoof picks. Who? Ooh, picks hoof picks part? is better. Hoof picks is better. I like that. See, I know what five, is. six. <laughs> grab your hoof picks. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Why was that seven, so hard for us? I don't seven, know. eight. Change your gait. Like you better run away. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And this brings our podcast to an end. Similarly to the way that Carol ended her relationship with Scott, the best character in this entire fucking series so far. Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and shit, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's favorite search engine to search for one thing, Horse Girls Merch. Do you want to take our relationships to the next level? You know you do. And I know that you know. I know that you know I know that I know that you do because we have a single thought connection, T-H-O-T which is why you should go to singlethoughtconnection.com to join our barn, where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you, like content, but more importantly, horses in the barn. You can get a metal horse. If you want to find us another podcast, you can. Do you like D&D? Who the fuck doesn't? Check out the Botch Podcast or Dungeons and Dragon Beams. If you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L. And if you put the second L in there, so help me God, I will show up at your house in the fucking night with a clown balloon. I will go into the sewer outside of the front of your house. I will leave the balloon there. I will go home and I will sleep because this is to haunt you, not me. I'm not going to sacrifice my fucking lifestyle for you. Fuck off. 
Wow, you're so rude, assuming I'll stay with the balloon, idiot. <laughs> Anyways, if you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful Appalachian voice, he's voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, it is. It was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. One, two, Freddy's coming for hooves. Three, four, better bolt the door. Five, six, better get hoof picks. Seven, eight, better change your gate. Nine, ten, never trot again. <laughs>